Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another uh, short review episode of Angry Bliss. It's 2023, March 2023. And you know what we're talking about? We're talking about Scream 6. I didn't think it was, we'd still be talking about Scream. Um, I missed the last one. Um, you know, it was time to review it. I don't know. I missed the review somehow. Or they did it in a place that I couldn't get to, so I didn't watch it. Um, but when I saw the trailer for this and I saw uh, whoever the new ghost face was walking up into a bodega, um, yanking the shotgun out of the hands of the, of the, of the bodega owner and busting, shooting them shots off, you know, pause, pause. And I was like, oh, this is different. This isn't the usual screen. We're evolving things. You're, you, are, are you evoking some of Jason Takes Manhattan in this? And I got to be honest, Jason Takes Manhattan in the Friday the 13th series, he ain't even in New York that long. It's kind of like a misnomer. You know, they just playing with your emotions. But this, when they hit another little little trailer where they on the train, I was like, oh, Scarface on the, on the subway? This is this is about to be real different. So, what I did, I was like, I need to see this. When I scheduled my screening, I made sure I watched the last one, five, and I was really surprised with how good it is in terms of its uh, reboot sequel nature, bringing in new heroes. Because you know, screams one through four. It Nev Campbell's Sidney Prescott is the main character, is the hero character. And of course you have Courtney Cox's Gail Weathers and then you have David Arquette's Dewey. Um, the only ones making through all of them, all those first four. And even though they try to set up the Emma Roberts as like a new character, maybe to take all from Sydney in a different type of way uh, as being basically a bad Sydney in a lot of ways, uh, actually being the killer, but then you know, whatever. You can watch Scream 4. It's actually pretty good. It's quite surprising how they kind of turn it on his head because I'm not a big Scream 3 fan. So they need to do something to make it real interesting, which I think it did. When you get to 5, you got these new new characters. Sam Carpenter, uh, played by Melissa Barrera. Um, I know her mostly from um, a wonderful show called Vita that was on, uh, I think, Epics, now called MGM+. Plus. Or was it stars? It might have been stars. Probably was stars. Um, she's also was in the in the heights. I like her. We also have, yo, the up the the rising star in the game, Jenny Ortega, who you guys probably know now as the current Wednesday Adams. Um, you have Jasmine Savoy Brown as Mindy Meeks. Is it, uh, oh yeah, wait, wait, Jenny Ortega plays Tara. Sam's sister. Um, Jasmine Savoy Brown plays Mindy. Uh, I think she's in Yellow Jackets. I haven't watched Yellow Jackets in a while, but I know her for playing the terrible tinkerer in the Miles Morales Spider-Man game, and she's great in that. Great, great actress. Then you also have um, Mason Gooding as as Mindy's twin, Chad. I know him from Booksmart as, like, the boy that, you know... Uh, I forgot which one, but the one the one boy that the girl wants to, you know, impress and, and date. But he's good. He's funny. 
and you have a bunch of other characters in this new one. But those are the four. Those four was in the last one, along with Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, still out here. We get close to thirty years of this scream shit. She's still out here. I like her more in the scream shit than Friends. I ain't never really watched Friends, but I watch Scream. Uh, Roger L. Jack is still doing the voice of Ghostface. This voice that they all these killers make themselves sound like all the time. Do you like scary movies? You know that type of shit. And this movie has Hayden Panettiere, aka the cheerleader from Heroes, who's in for, and reappears in this one. Uh, there's some also some known actors in this movie that you shouldn't. They're in it, but in Scream history, they they get they get they get done with they get done with merrily. Um, the last movie was quite meta in terms of, well, meta just in, just in the same way that the first movie was exceptionally meta, but talking about the natures of of a sequel and a reboot, and the nature of the sequel reboot that the movie calls a requel, and this movie also continues that we're talking about how it then shifts it to what a franchise is and legacy characters and who can survive and who doesn't and um much like the second movie the movie now deals with our hero characters in a college setting and a new ghost face is is hunting them and essentially in a similar way to what happened in in the actual second movie in comparison to the first movie and yeah, this time, but they run it through New York City. They trying to not get got. The ghost faces out here just stabbing people up, doing some terrible things to people. Random people get get caught up in the in the wrath. And the difference here is that our new hero, Sam Carpenter, because and spoiler alert, her legacy is that she's the illegitimate daughter of Ski Aldrich's character from the first movie, Billy Loomis, Nev Campbell's killer boyfriend. Uh, so yeah. So she has this thing where uh, she worries that she's going to become a killer like her father, and she's fighting at um, very comic booky, like a, a person whose parent is a villain, and they worry they're going to become a villain, uh, superhero comic, I should say. And but now because of everything that happened in the last movie, Sam is older. She will make sure she protects her sister, Tara. But Tara's like, yeah, yeah, you hold it too quite too close. I gotta be able to, you know, live life a little bit, even though people be trying to come and kill us for no reason. Um, they do this interesting thing where Sam sees like in her head like a version of her father as he looked in Scream One when he was like dying or whatever, like all bloody and messed up. So they get Ski Aldris to be like talking in her ear. It's kind of interesting because like she probably didn't even see him. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It still works. Um, yeah, like I really, I, re- I really enjoyed this movie. But yeah, in this movie, unlike Sydney, who is dressed up as like this damsel and hero and has to overcome from being the damsel into being an active participant of protecting herself and being a hero and overcoming these crazy people who always try to kill her, Sam is actually thought to be the actual killer and the actual mastermind because of her lineage. So she's not looked on fondly by the public, even though these terrible things are happening to her and her sister. And they have to overcome that as well as figuring out who's killing them and staying alive. And the movie is directed by Matt 
Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillett, who did the last movie, written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick, which I think also wrote the last movie. Um, this movie came out like in less than 12 months, so they got it popping. Uh, so, yeah, the kills work, uh, the camera movie works, the changes setting, the uh, meta jokiness of, of how you have a character much like Jamie Kenny's characters in the in the original first two films. These character that character is his actual nieces. The twins are his like niece and nephew, even though they never met him because he got murdered in two. Spoiler alert. He you guys just need to watch these movies from like 20, 25 years ago. Um almost 30 years ago. Yeah, stop stop playing with us. Uh so all these type of things work together. It's a fun like good slasher movie it's not too deep it knows what it's it knows what it is it knows what it's trying to do it knows what it's trying to satirize and still work as a slasher movie too don't go in expecting like this grandiose a24 type of horror film either it's a screen movie essentially at this point it's a legacy brand it's a franchise that they even make they make a comment about in the movie like up here with Fast and Furious MCU and many other things now Scream is up there you'll come out of that movie you're gonna want you're gonna be ready for Scream 7 I'm ready for Scream 7 right now everybody gets everybody gets high marks high fives to everybody they win Scream is back B plus you probably like if you like it so much why don't you give it an A because it's a scream and they do some stuff that, like, come on, some some ghost face don't got no superpowers. I don't know somebody somebody just don't pick his ass up and throw him through a window. Even though there's always multiple ghost faces, still I think you can really rock mess Scarface up even with the knife. You just gotta protect yourself and just crack a one good break a break an arm or something. And that's why a screen probably ain't never gonna get an A because nobody really messes up Ghostface in early on. Just like a third party should just like hit him with a car or something, run over his leg, do something crazy. That'll happen. So it's B plus. Joins fire. Go see that joint in the theater. Don't wait for that joint to come on. I wish I saw the last one in the theater. I was messing up. I was slacking. Don't slack. Go watch this goddamn screen three six. Each film, Ghostface is getting more intense. It followed me here, and it's gonna keep coming for us. This Ghostface is the most ruthless and just killing people for killing's sake. Come on! The rules have changed. We are continuing to top what came before. There's never been one like me. I'm something different. Setting it in New York adds so much horror. Guys, Ghostface can hide amongst so many people. This movie pushes things farther than they've ever been. We need to fight back. Ready? I'm ready. Come on, mother! There's a relentlessness that is unique to this specific Ghostface. 